0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Rambling Girls Podcast, where we speak about everything and anything. So this episode was previously supposed to be me answering a bunch of questions that you sent through a few weeks back, but I do not have the energy for that at the moment. I am heavy, I am burdened, but what is happening in the world, the reality of black people right now, all over the world, So I just want to say if you are black and you are listening to this if at any point you feel triggered you feel stressed and you feel like it's too much to listen to the stories that I share or the reflections that I have please be encouraged to press pause to breathe, to cry to punch something to reflect or to switch off and if you are willing to come back And listen, you are encouraged to do that. If you are not, that's also okay. But if you're black, I want you to know that this is a place where it's safe. This is a place where I hear you, I see you, I understand you. And I love you and your life matters. And everything inside of me weeps and breaks. That the world would not see the intrinsic value that you hold. That the world would see us as inferior, as subhuman. I pray that when you rest your head tonight, when you lift your head this morning, whatever time it is for you, that you are met with this thing that burns inside of you that says I matter and I belong here no matter what they tell me, no matter what they do to me, no matter what they try. And pray that you know that all over this world you have brothers and sisters that are thinking the same thing, that are praying and dying to believe that inside of them. That even I, when I lift my head in the morning and I rest my head at night, that I truly believe that this world would see our value and if they do not see our value we will show them with everything that we are whether that means bringing fire (laughs) or if that means standing in silence till you notice how loud how loud our presence is I stand with you and if you are white and you are listening to this I hope that this is a place where you can learn, a place where you know you can never understand, but it's a place where you can learn, and from what you learn, it's a place where you can be guided on how to help, how to improve, and how to do better, for a lack of poetic words. This is not a place for you to save us, black people don't need any more saving save us right now is god so this is a place for you to learn and to grow this is also a place for you to reflect to think about how a system has favored you your whole life and how it still favors you and how it still will favor you and how you can recognize that and fight for what's right fight for the people that look different to you, that sound different to you, that live in different areas from you, that make you uncomfortable, that make you wary, that somewhat and somehow make you scared. And if you are uncomfortable at any point in this conversation, I encourage you to keep playing it. Do not pause, do not stop. Keep playing Till the discomfort inside of you turns into rage because that's all a black person has ever known. Keep playing till the discomfort brings you to tears. And when this podcast is finished, sit down and reflect and think and move forward. And if you believe in Jesus, pray. And if you have people around you that look nothing like you, that care, that want to educate you, that have the energy to educate you at this moment, ask for your for their help. And if they're too tired to help you, then you just sit and wait. But there are steps that you can take. That you can sign, there are places where you can donate, there are stories you can read, there are movies you can watch. There is no place for ignorance, there is no excuse for ignorance in this world. We are highly informed. So if you are misinformed, those who believe in Jesus and those who say and carry some racist convictions and I want to plead with you and ask you to sit down and truly reflect and truly look at the Jesus that you believe in the brown skinned Jesus that came to eradicate every religious system The brown-skinned Jesus that was lynched, we have for too long under Western Christianity glamorized the cross. He came (laughs) brown-skinned, challenged every system, every law, and they did not like it. So what did they do? They killed him and hung him on a cross to silence him. But little did they know that they could not silence him three days later he would rise (laughs) and they would be shook (laughs) so i plead and i pray with you look at life from that jesus perspective not the whitewashed caucasian jesus that comes to save that doesn't believe in anything radical whitewashed jesus that forces peace down the oppressed this is in no way to say that peace does not work or win or help but i'm reminded of a jesus that did not like the religious system and things that he saw in the temple and he pre here comes a harsh statement one can say he premeditated violence To eradicate a system That defiled his temple That defiled his house of prayer And I know there is A context that is deeper A context that is different to what is happening in the world Right now But I am reminded that there is a Jesus That was angry A brown Jesus That saw what people were doing In the house of God A brown Jesus that saw what people were doing To the image of God A brown Jesus that saw how people did not see the value in one another or the value of what was in front of them. And he went in there and he flipped tables, man. And I look at Christians right now in 2020 and I look at them and I hear them say or be angry at looting and black people being angry. And I think to myself, did y'all skip that part when Jesus did like what was happening in the temple during Passover and flipped tables and whipped the living daylights of so anything? Did y'all miss that part? Or did you choose to ignore it? Because it is easier to push peace over the oppressed than it is to hear and see and feel their anger. So I plead with you, please look at the brown-skinned Jesus because the brown-skinned Jesus has come to break every system. He has come to challenge every law. He has come to set the oppressed free. And he has come to ask you, which side of history do you want to be on? And when you read the Bible, look at what those people who chose the other side of history, look what happened to them. And look at the people that chose the side of history that belonged to Jesus. How they sit in heaven. How they sit glorified, singing glory, glory to the King of Kings. It's not enough to just have a black friend. It's not enough to just have black members in your worship team. It's not enough to just have a black spouse. Unless you do something, unless you rage against all hell and you invade all heaven, and you speak to a Jesus that looks like your person, or you speak to Jesus that looks like the person you're afraid of. to see another black body leaving this earth. We don't need to see the breath run out of another black body. We don't need another person who has recorded a death to be demonized. We don't need anyone that is black or brown or any shade dark. To be demonized in this world it is still a wonder to me that we have to say black lives matter and someone to respond and say all lives matter how do all lives matter when black is not counted how do all lives matter when you don't think about a black person when you say All Lives Matter, then it is very obvious and it is very clear what kind of color you're thinking of. And it does not include a black man. And that will not stand anymore. It has been 400 years of All Lives Matter being a blanket for racism and inequality and unjust and gross violence against From um, South Africa to Kenya to Egypt to wherever there is black life and believe you me it's not hard to find black life it's very easy to kill it apparently but it's not hard to find wherever there is black life that life matters and so to argue that all life matters when you know well. Wow, enough that you do not include black that is unjust and unfair and the laziest statement you would ever say so maybe just think a little and black people it's okay to be angry, it's okay to be sad It's okay to grieve it's okay to question it's okay to scream and shout because for so many years your voice has been silenced and has been brought to nothing it's okay to challenge the places in you that feel inferior it's okay to notice how you have watered down who you are how you have whitewashed who you are how you have assimilated It's okay to notice that and to deal with that and to be angry about that it's okay. It's okay to reflect, it's okay to dream again, it's okay to weep and it's okay to feel the strength to push forward or to resist or to engage or to disengage It's okay for you to want to push for unity one minute and it's okay for you to want to step back. It's okay for you to want to pursue peace to the point where it hurts and it's okay if you just want to punch something man. For too long the world has told us how to protest. How dare you tell someone in shackles how they are supposed to fight for their freedom when you put them in those shackles. Be okay. It's okay to not want to be a spokesperson to all your white friends, but it's also okay if you want to sit down and educate them. And white people, it's okay to ask questions, but if you ask questions just to speak or to look like a good white person, then don't bother speaking at I know they say silence is violent but sometimes the most violent thing you can do is to look good for the sake of looking good, without any intent of being good. There are many resources available for both black and white people at this moment, mostly for white people on how you can be an ally and I will attach them to all my podcast links um, and social media links so that you can be informed um, and that you can join us in this movement and for black people I will attach um, resources and links um, for self-care to make sure that um, you're taking care of your mental health during this time I find resources that will uh, encourage you and build you up um, and just know that I'm praying as a black woman I'm praying with you for you um, and I pray as if I'm praying for myself um, and I am praying for God and for the Holy Spirit to meet you during this time if there is anything that you may need or any conversation that you may need to have um, I am available to speak and have conversation and to take you in into my community but that's the glorious thing about being black is that whether we know each other or not we are born into a wonderful community to a supportive, beautiful, intelligent, powerful, feisty, strong, tender, amazing, encouraging, hilarious, fun, joyful community. So if you are needing community around you, I can be that one person that joins your corner. so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you encourage I hope you're slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and I hope it sparks more conversation. Um, and I thank you for listening to my raw, unfiltered thoughts. Um, and I hope that you can find some, something that sounds or feels like you in these as a black person feel right. I hope that you can learn something from these reflections and these thoughts that I've shared. So again thank you so much for listening um, and I hope that you have a takeaway from this and if you would like to comment or give any feedback or like I said have any conversation please do reach out to me and let's start a conversation, Um, and yeah, let's hear each other out, thank you again, and I hope you're keeping well, and until the next episode, (laughs) goodbye.